On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, inappropriate costumes, scary movies, Borat, Kanye West, and Eddie Van Halen. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. Lord, it's been a long time. Fuss at both of us, not just me. Hi, it's not just you. No, it's both of us. We suck. I, I, it's been six weeks since we put out a show. Can you believe that I crap? I feel like we've been busy, though. I don't feel like it's because we haven't had anything to do and just didn't do anything. Oh, I mean, we're always busy, but my goodness, we could make a little time for this. I agree. I agree. So, I'm fussing at us. Okay. It's the day before Halloween. It is. It's spooky season. Yes, it is. And you pointed out that it's actually some weird... It's, it's like a blue per- moon on Halloween. It's the second full moon of the month. Right. Blue moon, and, and I still don't see that anywhere. You're sure about that? Um, which you sure about it? All right. Well, full moon, there's a full moon, too. They said that's the first time since, I believe, 1944. There's a full moon on Halloween. Like it's I, a long, I don't know. It's a long time ago. I mean, it's a long time. So that ought to be something. I'm feeling a lot of pressure to do something. Well, do something. You got spooky cat there on you. I know. I know. I wouldn't let her behind me. She's actually sitting on my lap. Well, good. That'll make her less, make you less squirmy. Yeah. Plus, she keeps you warm. She is. She's she's a great lap warmer. And yeah. this is weird. She never does this. I'm kind of in shock. My eyes are huge. Well, that's because you won't let her behind you. She's <laughs> improvising. Uh, it's short notice, but for anybody listening to this before Halloween, I did find an article on, uh, you know, I just had a birthday recently, too. I'm 51 now. Woo-hoo. And it's so, it must be so easy for, like, our parents' generation like people in their eighties, for example, I can I can see how things can slip into like either them not knowing what's not appropriate anymore, uh-huh. or just giving up and like just I'm done. I can't keep track of this shit anymore. What I'm supposed to? What's appropriate? Are you having what's an old not? man gripe? Yeah, maybe. Pest? Okay. So well, we got a list of Halloween costumes. And it's, I mean, I guess it is inappropriate to use these at this point, but I'm just saying, I'll bet you even us, our age group, you've done this in the past, one of these costumes, I'll bet, or at a minimum, you went to parties where people were that, and it wasn't nothing, it wasn't inappropriate in any way. Okay. And now it is, which is... I get well, it. Things I mean, change. We we are more culturally aware, and right. if you're not, then that's on you because it's out there. I guess. Yeah, I'm just saying it's easy. I mean, can't you see people that don't keep up with this, or like I just said, or just like, oh my lord, I can't keep track of this shit anymore. I, I can see how it happens with older people. Is all I'm saying. Okay, it's good. The society's moving forward and all that, and it's that's great. It's just leaving the old people behind. It is, and if we're not careful, we'll be one of those, I'm saying. Well, don't want to be. And it's easy, and, well, I feel like we're pretty technologically, you know, we're tuned into things pretty well. Mm-hmm. We, we do a podcast, for crying out loud. Yeah, so that helps to, to f- you figure out, okay, you're not supposed to do that anymore. So yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Well, so what hopefully. are what are the taboo costumes? Well, you want to guess some? Why don't you just try to guess some? That's uh, 
that's what I'm talking about here. Um, I'm going to say sexualized uh, Harry Potter costumes. Going to be a lot of sexualized costumes. Because um, they're kids? Yeah, for kids or young adults. Um, no, stuff I mean, that's culturally inappropriate, like Indians. Yeah, that's on um, here. Yeah. Samurai, geisha, so stuff that's... You're hitting all of them. That, you're, that's exactly right. It's I mean, the cultural stuff. Racial stuff of any sort, for crying out loud. Hopefully uh, we knew that. Well, you don't put your black face on and go yeah. around and... Hopefully we knew that. Well, you want to go as Bill Cosby this year, put on a jump orange jumpsuit and walk around with a pill bottle in blackface no please don't <laughs> yeah please don't um yeah like a mexican housekeeper i mean it's gonna be you know those things that you well, should have enough sense not to do well some of them i wouldn't have known but, okay well, but, what's the list well it's not really a specific list it's just a bunch of them like here's the first one like this geisha girl or some i guess uh asian persuasion mm-hmm. person so if you're a girl, I mean, it shows her makeup. You see what we're yeah, looking at here. Yeah, it looks like geisha makeup a little bit. It looks like one of our failed attempts at. We're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Okay. They don't. <laughs> they don't dress up like us round eyes. So <laughs> we're not supposed to. All right. Here's a whole little bunch of them. There's the geisha girl, I suppose. No Indians. Okay. Yeah. No gypsies. Yeah. No Indian, as in the country India. Yeah. Okay. And no Mexicans. Yep. If it's not your your culture, leave it alone. <laughs> well, I to, get it. I mean, like. It, well, to it, that I will say, as a friendly rebuttal, I, I know people dress as white trash people every year, white trash hillbillies. Well, if if you're, <laughs> I give them permission. Not white trash. <laughs> then you shouldn't dress in white trash hillbillies. If it's not your culture, leave it alone. So if you're a Mexican, you're allowed to dress like a Mexican? Yes, but you can't dress as a white trash hillbilly because <laughs> it's racially insensitive, and I'll be offended. You can't cross the streams? You can't cross the streams. I think if our Mexicans at our local Mexican restaurant wanted to dress up like white trash hillbillies, I would applaud them. It would be phenomenal. Well, that's the main thing. I mean... I, I just thought of some of those, like how many there's, and there's a, some celebrity doing a black face a few years ago. Did one of the oranges new black uh-huh. people. Oh yeah. yeah it seems like a good idea that the hum, but then it, the, right. the pictures don't, don't really do it well. <laughs> right. It's a bad idea. It's a really bad idea. Yeah. And this came up from a long time ago. And again, this dude had to go back and apologize for it. That's uh, the dude from, he has a talk show at night. Jimmy Fallon, not Jimmy Fallon, the other dude. Who is that guy? I I, I don't know and I don't have my glasses on. I can't see. Mm, Anyway, he's that guy. And he's in blackface as a as an NBA basketball player. I think that's a skit that was done on the show. But, yeah, no, it is Jimmy Fallon. I'm sorry. It is Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Anyway, so some of this stuff, it's also kind of weird. Again, I don't know the timelines. I guess it depends. But there's there's a very good possibility as a kid, there's probably me dressed up as an Indian, maybe. Probably. I dressed up as Cleopatra. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not old man saying we shouldn't move on. Yeah, I'm just saying that we oh, yeah, are guilty. Pictures, yeah. yeah, yeah, we are guilty of some of this. Cowboys and Indians. Who didn't play as a kid? That that was such a normal game growing up as a kid, wasn't it? We ran around pretending to kill Indians. Yeah, round them all up and and uh, kill them. <laughs> take them to the base, and then we. Traded and, and the other ones were the Indians. I mean, we played back and forth. It was. Anyway. Oh, what else have they got? Uh, I think that's the main ones. I was just scrolling through pictures. I don't want to read the whole article, but, but that's the main parts of it. I mean, what you saw there. Don't cross the streams. If it's not your culture. I guess. I, I guess. You know, and don't maybe, cross the maybe. 20 years from now, we can settle down about that. But right now, I kind of get it. I get it why it needs to be, uh, if it's not your culture, ah, leave it alone. Oh, my lap feels better. Chairman Meow, jump off of Yes, yes. Suddenly has to go get a drink. She gets, uh, she gets urges. Urges. She just does. Well, and, and there's some things, too, that I don't know if it just randomly kind of comes up or... Uh, like we saw this on one of those RuPaul drag races and I'd been, mm. we were reminded of it. Like Cher has a song about Indians where yeah. she basically, you know what I'm saying? She's like making racially inappropriate Indian noises <laughs> <laughs> and she's dressed like an Indian. Yeah. And all the things that promoted that album, apparently in the seventies, she was dressed like an Indian from head to toe. And that's just not appropriate anymore. So does she go back and like super apologize or if, like if it comes up, then she does or. Like, I, I think just, if it comes up. Like I just wonder how these things. I think, come I think to it, back if, to if bite it people. comes up and like, hey, I didn't know, you know, I, I'm more sensitive now is the right answer. I think it's better than these people somewhere in that article. I'm not going to read the whole article. Somewhere in that article, there's some politician that's that has. And it's clearly fucking him, yep. but he's dressed as blackface at, at like maybe a fraternity party or something in college. Yeah. And the dude's older now, and he is just adamant that that's not him. It's Photoshop. It's fake. It's blah, blah, blah. And it's clearly him. Yeah. Why can't you just say, dude, it was 1976. We were dancing to Cher, who was dressed like an Indian. I didn't think it was a big deal to go in blackface in 1976 is something. And I'm sorry I did that. I wouldn't do it now. Yeah. Gosh. it's It would be easy, but there are a lot of politicians that are allergic to apologizing. They're allergic to telling the truth. Yeah. Well, yeah, I exactly. You. I was being kind. Well, I hear you. Uh, all right. Well, you want to stick on the Halloween theme here a little bit. Look uh -huh. up your horror movie story. Yeah. I think that was a really good. That was a really good idea for. I have from Variety by Rebecca Rubin a couple of days ago yeah. the top most profitable horror movies at the box office. Okay. And like 10, she goes 20? on to talk about how it doesn't take a lot of money to make a good horror movie. And, like, one of the top ones was Paranormal Activity that cost $15,000 to make and made $193 million. Wow. We need to get in that business. Yeah. 
Some of the other ones that were ridiculous on this list. Have, and you, this ever one, se- have you ever seen Paranormal Activity since you're on that? Um, I've we never tried seen to watch it, and I don't think we got through it. I don't know. I don't remember ever trying to watch it. I don't think I've ever seen it. Let's put it that way. I know I haven't seen all of it. I think I've seen a few minutes of it. I wouldn't mind it's trying. It's the found footage one, right? Yeah, and that's 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 a genre that's new for our, you know, since we've been around. That wasn't around. Well, we were the next kids. one on the list was the Blair Witch Project, and I've I've met it on here before. I totally fell for it. The marketing ploy that. It was found footage, and and these kids they were made missing. a documentary out of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Scared the. <laughs> <out of me. laughs> well, that made it that much more fun. Exactly, that's part of the experience. Yeah, yeah. I freaked out in the parking lot afterwards because I couldn't find a car. <laughs> I mean, it was a well lit parking lot, but I was flipping my lid. That's really funny. Well. Yeah, I think I think these horror movies, in a way, like this article just said, I think they're almost like viral videos. Like, yeah. like sometimes a random movie becomes an unbelievably good horror movie, and you can't really put your finger on why. Yeah. Or like, why did that become such a great movie? Like, it's okay, but it's yeah. not unbelievable. And then it's, yeah, it just becomes super popular. I don't know. Let's face it, some of those like Halloween movies and some of the more classic ones. Yeah. Hell, it's just a dude running around in a mask killing Friday people. Friday the 13th. Yeah, it's yeah. not exactly complicated plots. and No. And who knows? <laughs> Get up there, Chairman Meow. So those two are on your list. All right. Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, what's some other? Um, all right. Then here, here's one. Uh, Halloween, 1978. We just talked about that. 1978. It, may, it cost three hundred and. $20,000 to make and came back, or that was its budget, and it came back at $47 million, which is a lot at that time. <laughs> which is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And uh, let's see, Friday the 13th. Those are all on there. Yeah. Well, that's 70s too. That was a big, that was a big time for horror movies, I think. Yeah. yeah. Drive-in theaters maybe had something to do with it. Had to go to the movies. There wasn't any damn VCR tapes yeah. in 1976. No. No. You ever saw it at the movies or that was it? That was it. <laughs> and they didn't put movies on television. Like there was HBO, but a lot of movies, like once they were out of the movies, you didn't see them again. Unless you had Blockbuster. A, un- unless you had HBO, that would be, or whatever at the time, Cinemax, HBO. That was it. I didn't have any of those. So I wasn't even, those don't even pop in my mind as options grandma had hbo because papa was a rich coal miner (laughs) i didn't have hbo because i didn't have cable up the holler i lived in you had a satellite dish well that was in the 80s in the (laughs) 70s it was a damn zip it was yeah it was an antenna here's a more recent one saw that was 2004. So these are movies that didn't cost much to make and yeah. made a fortune. Yeah, it was like $1.2 million to make and $103 million back. So 100% profit. These are impressive. That was the plot line of The Sopranos. Remember? He was going to make a movie. Yeah. Christopher. <laughs> well, why not? Well, those are uh, yeah, those are pretty good horror movies. Those are good horror movies. What's your favorite do you have a, I mean, we have a lots. personal favorite. Yeah, horror movie for Halloween. Something that gets you in the, 
Something that gets me in the mood. I love the people under the stairs. Uh, and I just read today that the people under the stairs is getting remade. We should find that. I'm like, no. Surely that's <laughs> on uh, something. I've got it on disc if it's not because oh, well, I bought I watch it years it. ago. That goes right along with my, you know, I love those cheesy 80s horror movies. Is there anything cheesier than the people under the stairs? I've been watching them all week. <laughs> Yeah, there's all kinds of cheese just like that. More than I you think. Once you go love down the one. once you go down the little rabbit hole of, of that one, and and this is funny, but I it, it came up today, and I'm definitely watching this one while you're going to a ball game this weekend. Constantine. Mm. You like that one? I'm not crazy I like about that, that one. one a lot. You like it because it's comic booky. You say it's based on a comic book. It's based on a comic book. Well, I guess that's why it's comic booky. <laughs> There's some goofy ones on Amazon. They seem to have more than uh, Netflix or HBO. Yeah. As far as the cheesy, cheesy 80s horror, like Night of the Demons. That's a great one. So stupid <laughs> and cheesy. Which ones, what are your favorites? What get you in the mood? I don't know. Probably The Shining. I just love that movie. It's not crazy scary. It's just the whole... It's got a creep factor. The acting, to it. the creep factor at the end of it, you just feel creepy. Yeah. And knowing the fact, and then knowing that they tortured Shelley Duvall really in real life, like <laughs> making make it. That movie. And yeah. then you see her on screen going through. Having a nervous breakdown in real life on screen. That the first of that movie, I mean, she's a basically a 70s. Awful actress. Let's just say it. She wasn't very good anyway. And at the first of the movie, she's very robotic. Her acting is just nothing. But by hell, you know, at the end I of thought it, it was pretty good because I saw her as the abused wife acting the role. Well, I think that may be well, maybe from well by the end of it. By hell, she's. <laughs> I don't think she's acting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They've driven her insane, almost literally. So. Those those scenes with her and Jack Nicholson, I do believe she is genuinely afraid. They're catching it on camera, but yeah, he's she, coming after her with but, the baseball bat. And uh, she's terrified. Yes, of him. I believe she truly is. Yeah. So anyway, there's lots of layers to that movie that makes me love it. Make makes you plus the Stanley Kubrick plus the subliminal plot of uh, the subliminal message throughout the whole thing of the um, of the uh, killing of the. Um, Native Americans and the whole Native American abuse story. That's the sub, the, the subliminal, the, of, the subliminal the plot. Yeah, that goes through the whole thing. It's yeah. fun to pick little things as you as you know that. I almost pick something different every time. Like, oh yeah, there's a there's another Indian right there. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, yeah. the Shining puts that's that's always a staple. The rest of them, I, I don't know. There's really well, nothing. Just those cheesy ones. Well, this one we watched the other night, um, and it was from just last year, The Invisible Man. That's another one. It cost $7 million to make and made $130 million. The first one? Yep. Obviously, it has to be the first one. <laughs> well, no, the, the, no, the one that we watched the other night in 2019. It cost how much to make? $7 million. I don't see how it's possible. That's that was Kate Moss. There was real actors in um, that. Actresses. No, it wasn't Kate Moss. It was not a, Kate Moss. Yeah, what's her name? No, um, now, I have the drawn Mad a Peggy from Mad Men. Yeah, it's something Moss, I thought. Well, anyway, yes, it's Peggy from Mad Men. She's a major actress. Yeah, I can't believe it, yeah. only $7 million. 
Whatever. Well, uh, that's how much it costs to make it. And, hmm. and I can kind of see it was a, a lower budget, but I think it made it a smarter movie. Well, it even like had, it. um, and good for them if, if things are just coming down in price, but that had a decent amount of special effects. I don't think it would be hard to do that with the, like a green suit. I guess not. I think, I think the, the poor yeah. actress got slung around quite a bit to make that movie, but. <laughs> Oh, maybe. Hopefully, most of the 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 seven million was her paycheck. Well, that's it was what a, it was an interesting movie that we watched. It was. It was all right. It's it's a yeah, it's a decent horror movie for Halloween. Something yeah. new we hadn't seen before. Uh, Something else there. that we watched. Can I bring up? Sure, please. Ah, Borat. Yeah, that was so funny. Yeah, he's on, uh, what is that, on Amazon Prime or Netflix? Amazon Prime. That's an Amazon Prime show. Well, they couldn't have picked a better time marketing and all that. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's right before the election. It's, uh, yeah, he finds some, and we, and I know you can, there you find some unbelievable on the other end of the scale, liberal people that are just as dumb as these off the scale, dumb conservatives really? that he finds. Yes, really. <laughs> where, where, where are they at? Oh, I th- too many of them. No, I think they're out there, Miss Petra. Anyway, he finds some of the dumbest. He finds the low life <laughs> white trash of America. He sure does, and does a just unbelievable job of exploiting. Getting them to just <laughs> pour out their dumbness. Their dumb, racist hearts. Yeah. And these are real people, apparently. It's it's crazy. Yeah, I think some people were legitimately pissed. Just like the last movie. Yeah, people don't like seeing themselves acting. Uh, maybe it'll wake their asses up. But is he going to have to do that to every single racist redneck in America to get them to wake up? And show them on TV and let the whole world laugh at them before they maybe consider that, yeah, that I'm a racist jerk asshole? I don't know. I don't know. Because a lot of people are looking at it and think Borat or Sarah, uh, what's his name? Sasha Barakonan. All right. That he is... Just a jerk for doing that to those nice people. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know it's a kind of a complicated. It's that it's that un, it's that embarrassing humor you don't like. Uh, I've sat through every minute of this. There's I'll some of that. Off. So it's like, yeah, he's making them. Un, it is uncomfortable watching these people be themselves when themselves are it's awful. Are awful. And funny at the same time. It it's a really unique style of humor. I, the first Borat, I remember just loving that movie. I said, "Well, I need to watch that again sometime." I don't know if I can see his butt one more time. Like that. <laughs> I know he does not care a bit. To, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he, he goes all in. He is all in for his art. No, you cannot accuse him of that. But. You know, the big thing at the end of it is this Rudy Giuliani. He gets Rudy Giuliani. You know what he gets him on, and I see different things on this. It's not that the kid's underage. Giuliani thinks he's doing an interview with an adult reporter who's very attractive, who comes on to him, gives every move like something's going to happen. So he goes in the bedroom, 
expecting something to happen, that's when Borat pops out. Yeah. So the problem with it is if he's married. If he's married, which you said he is, that's I the, think so. I'm not sure. I think I, he is. You're right. I mean, if, if so, to me, that would be what he should be embarrassed about or the problem. It's not that that it's a young girl she's he thinks she's clearly of age and he's he's about to get lucky but nope what are you looking at well i was looking up if we were gonna look at at this see if he was married or not oh gosh i, I would have looked it up before if I'd, i didn't think about it either but i mean that's the big one at the end that that he's able to get in there and do a, an interview and get Rudy Giuliani in on this. Oh yeah, I think it's it's amazing that he. And I saw a, I saw managed, a, yeah. And I saw an article today about that movie. The the um, the African American girl. Yeah. The, the real motherly one that mm-hmm. tries to try to help the, yeah, the girl. Yeah, it's like everybody's black grandma is who she seemed like. Yeah, she's real protective. Tried yeah. to help. Um, she was a good character in this. She was. Well, she got paid, I think, uh, $3,700 for that. <laughs> and she, and in the thing, she said, I had no idea that that was, you know, that that was happening. I promise you, you know, this stuff is real as far as like people don't know. Uh-huh. But she said to that effect, she said, I did sign papers. I thought it was a documentary for this guy from Kazakhstan. Uh-huh. She, she said, but. To my defense, and I say this all the time, she said, I didn't read what I was signing. It says <laughs> right in there, apparently, in all the legal work, like, all right, this is a documentary. It's a mockumentary. It's a comedy. It's this. We we can use your this, this, this. Yeah. It tells you what you're doing. Yeah. It just, that's how they get these people. They they it's think they're the doing a document. They yeah. think they're doing a documentary, which they are. It's just not the documentary they think Thank they're you. doing. They're, they're doing a documentary, and they are the wildlife on it. <laughs> they are. So yeah. I've wondered how they kind of do that. So that is it. Yeah. And I have seen that, like, a GoFundMe page has made over $110,000 for, for her. I think the, for who? That the, the black lady that was. Yeah. The, she yeah. set up something or, yeah, there was something to do with that. That's what that story yeah. was about. Yeah. So she was a good like, joke about it. There were some it. people that thought she was done dirty on that. So, so she's definitely being compensated, I think. We must have read the same article because she, the only thing in the article that I read that she said, well, I guess technically you could say they, they, they done me dirty because they tricked me. But then, <laughs> but then she goes on to say, but I should have read the fine print and it didn't sound yeah. like she was upset at no, all. No, but I think somebody so. set up a GoFundMe page to, I don't know. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. That's She's great. She's being crowdfunded. I'm pretty sure everybody appreciates her grandmotherly advice. Well, and, I, and she was marvelous. At well, that. I wondered how they would get people to sign these consent forms after the fact. Like, how are you going to get Giuliani to sign something after that? So there has to be somebody signing it before. Beforehand. So that's it. And it's yeah. just a matter of whether they read the fine print or not or how. They've read it at all. Or yeah. whatever it is. So isn't that interesting? It's funny. The girl he uses in this is hilarious. Oh, she's amazing. She, she's she why gives it. She's why it's caught on again because it's something new. With, yeah. It's not just him. 
It's his daughter with him. I mean, she goes for it with the physical humor, 110%. She does. And and all the feminist humor and the women being in fear to men humor in this is just, it's it's very funny. It's it's a full circle. (laughs) And the... Uh, the scene, without giving too much away, the scene at the women's health clinic where they're trying to talk her into keeping the baby. I was losing it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, he hits on some some really, it's funny, but it's also a look. It's at, uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's a look in the mirror of of our culture, and it's. it's funny and sad at the same time. Maybe that's the best way to say it. a little bit yeah (laughs) and also while we're on this i did read another article since we liked it i've read a few articles i don't know who did any of these articles i'm quoting i'm just off the top uh, of the cuff exactly i'm just paraphrasing but this was an article that apparently there was some they'll probably show this sooner or later on an uncut version or something but there were some of these that didn't work out for this apparently he was at a gun show before the one that was on this uh-huh or was he at a gun show at this one i don't think he was a no, gun show he wasn't at a gun show he was at it was like a, a fair that he was seeing at but it was a um it was either a fair or a political rally it was either a trump rally or a conservative something rally somewhere he gets them all to sing about about burning Jews and yes. <laughs> he gets to sing along. I mean, a whole group of people. He gets them to sing along and chant all these unbelievable Horrible. things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently they tried that at a gun convention. Oh God! And whatever he was on stage, he was whatever. Well, somebody recognized him as Borat, as uh-huh. Sasha Baron Conan, and they apparently tried to rush the stage. Oh crap! People with armed guns, and he and this is again it's a little inside of how this works. He has his security guys in there uh-huh. as normal, you People. know, yeah. looking like part of the crowd. Okay, uh, he has a security crew there. They start trying to rush the stage, like armed, oh, to wow. get his ass. Security, his security guys, sort of hold him off to a point. Rush him out back, and they're already out back trying to get to him. And apparently there's footage of him and his security guys, like, throwing him in the back of a van. To get him And out taking of off. And at one point, somebody opens a door, and and he pulls, it says in the thing, like, he pulls with his arm and as hard as he can to get that door pulled back. Mm-hmm. Or they were going to absolutely tear him apart yes and at one point it says one of his security guys one of the people who were at this point mad and chasing him like started to pull a gun and and his security guy basically said look dude is this is this really worth it do you sure you want to do this and the guy put his gun back down back in these guys have trigger fingers that is the one i don't ever so, ever want to be in a gun show well they um anyway so some of this stuff he's doing it doesn't go exactly as planned oh. sometimes apparently occupational hazard of being borat oh my gosh <laughs> that's terrifying it is terrifying that well, should be in the extra features 
I know. That's, that we could probably find a YouTube video somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know ACDC has a new song? I did not. Well, I'm going to play a little bit of it. No reason to know you've been playing the whole song, and we can talk some through it, but... So far. Dude, that is not bad. It's better than anything I've heard in a long time. Old dude can rock. I'll let it play to the chorus. I really like this song. Alright, I do too. <laughs> oh, I like it. Isn't that good? Yeah. It's got a great beat to it. It's yeah. Just and I've heard a few criticism. I sound like every other ACDC. Good. Good. That's exactly <laughs> what I want. I don't want people to be at this point in their career experimenting on love yeah. ballads and, and keyboards and bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Give me another ACDC song. Well, I'll tell you. That's Circa a, Back in Black. That's exactly right. I believe they have done that. I think they have too. And I like it a yeah. lot. So there we go. So there's new. There's hope for that. All right. And there was another song that you were going to play for me that I've actually lived my entire life without hearing. Well, first there's a story that sets it up. Okay. Apparently in Oklahoma. Excuse me. These, um, oh, these people that work at a jail, apparently. Uh huh. Here's, this is from the article. I do have the article pulled up for this one. By Brian Pitosh from the New York Times. And it's on our Twitter feed also, by the way. It says, um, on at least five occasions in November and December involving five inmates, each separately, uh-huh. mind you, <laughs> Miles and Butler, that's the uh, people working in a security place, place the inmate in an empty attorney visitation room, according uh-huh. to the affidavits. The two then handcuffed the inmates against the wall, force, right. forcing them to stand for as long as two hours and internal investigation proceeding the charges found. Investigating Investigation proceeding. Anyway, Baby Shark was played on repeat through the computer while they were doing that, and they were forced to listen to it. During the two hours, they were chained up the wall. Okay. <laughs> so They said it was a joke between Miles and Butler, but I'm pretty sure the inmates didn't think it was think, much of a joke, yeah, really. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't think it was much of a joke, and that would seem like torture. So there's a DA attorney involved, and apparently it's a, it's a misdemeanor, or a, it's not a felony, but... Hopefully, they will not be in charge of prisoners anymore. I'm well, or hopefully, jobs. <laughs> or uh, yeah, well, maybe they just shouldn't. But or whatever those prisoners were doing, if they had spit on them or something, then hopefully they won't do that shit anymore. If you have to listen to this shit for 
two hours straight. <laughs> All right, I got to hear this shit because I've never heard it. It's Baby Shark. You never heard Baby Shark? I've never heard. I Baby had not. Shark. I had not either. And uh, we don't have kids. We we survive without this. Well, I think it's kind of adorable little song myself. All right. So here you. Oh, we got to hear the whole first of it. Got to hear the shark coming. <laughs> Check out a video goes with it too. I'm watching over your shoulder. Mommy Mommy You see where this is going, right? Oh yeah. Mommy shark. Daddy. Daddy shark. <laughs> it's not exactly a uh, lyrically. Oh wow! I like Grandpa Shark. He's green. Yeah. <laughs> wow! I, I can. I bet kids love that crap. I bet they eat it up like the best thing ever. You know, on the runaway part, they must just go crazy. We put a warning on our uh, episode this time that it could be an earworm and contagious. <laughs> so there you go. There's the baby shark song. That's the baby shark. Starts all over again. Oh yeah. Oh, there's uh, there's hours of loops of Baby, Baby shark, shark on here. I'm pretty sure the jailers just found a YouTube video and just played left the, it plugged the, just in. Played the video. I'm yeah. not quite sure. Wow, that would be kind of cruel. I can think of worse things to do, but it's no. Damn, it, it would be an earworm. <laughs> it's no uh, wheels on the bus, but you know, for a kid's song. Why not? It's cute. It's cute. It's adorable. And the video is just as adorable. So, Oklahoma prison guards. Bad. Don't do that again. It could be worse. They could have, I don't know. They could have beat them up and all that. But Yeah, there's all kinds of things that are worse than Baby Shark on her beat. <laughs> so, in a way, it's kind of funny. In a way, it is. It's, it's the sad state of her culture right now <laughs> the baby shark is the good thing <laughs> it's yeah. wholesome at least you know if, if they had cha- if they had handcuffed him to a chair or something i'd be a little more on board yeah it's a, it's a cuff him to a wall making him stand for two hours like if they had just been in a chair i'd be like ah come on shit give him a slap on the wrist and yeah, whatever exactly but, but ah Hell, I couldn't stand for two hours. My nope. knees hurt. That, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> See, it is kind of a little earworm, isn't it? It's funny. It is funny as heck. Yeah, it's funny. How's the the do to do do? I don't get that. Oh, yeah. Wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round. Oh, well. 
So there you go. What else you got over there? Oh, well, thing? all right. Have you heard about the Kim Kardashian birthday party on a private island? No. You I have haven't heard it. about that? No. Kim it's, Kardashian. It's been on like every... How does she possibly have time for that with her husband running for president? How I she, think how... she's probably doing anything she can to get away from her husband running for president how, right how, now. How is she not out there on the campaign trail? I'm looking at a, a sample ballot from Kentucky, and he is right the hell on there. And we'll Kanye get West, Michael Tidball. He has a, a vice president running mate. Is that Michelle? That's Michelle. I'm not making this up. Tidball. T-I-D-B-A-L-L. Michelle Tidball? Don't know anything about it. <laughs> it's one It's one letter away from being Titball. <laughs> and it's Kanye West. So I can't help but be a little skeptical that this Michelle Tidball really exists. Well, but I'm I guess wondering you'd have to, if it's to be not on a churchy person because you've heard he's lost, he's gone full religion, haven't you? Yes, we played that on the show once about yeah. his, uh, yeah, his, <laughs> about conver- him. his sudden conversion. <laughs> yeah, and about him stealing the limelight, like <laughs> on the stage. Yeah, yeah. Enough about you. It's all about me. <laughs> oh my God. Well, he's been on Joe Rogan lately and everything else. He's. I'd be very entertaining. Everywhere. God can... love to hear him on Joe Rogan to hear. Well, I mean, Joe just, I'm sure, eggs him on and on and on because. I'm sure he just has a normal conversation and. You know, I don't want to say it's like Borat, but he does get people to just yeah. be yourself. Just pour just it out there. Pour it all whatever, out there. Whatever as you're, weird as you can get. Yeah. You know, no matter how weird or if you're a scientist, just this is a platform to get your, you know, say it. <laughs> and, yeah. And so anyway. Uh, so, no. Tell me about um, his wife who's apparently not on the campaign trail. Okay. So for her 40th birthday, she took... Her and her closest inner circle mm-hmm. to a private island Good for Lord. her, like, birthday celebration where they could all get together. And here's, here's the quote. Uh, bef- Before COVID, I don't think any of us truly appreciated what a simple luxury it was to be able to travel and be together with family and friends in a safe environment. <laughs> travel and be with family, just appreciating... Yeah, it's the simple things like being able to go to fly your own to your own island. Exactly, exactly. After two weeks of multiple health screenings and asking everyone to quarantine, I surprised my closest inner circle with a trip to a private island where we where we could pretend things were normal for just a brief moment in time. Pretend things were normal, flying to private islands. Yeah, you know I don't have any problem. With her being so rich that she can fly to a private island. I don't have any problem with that. It's the doing an interview. Putting that all on social media and making the world see it. Yes, that's what I have a problem with. That's the narcissism. Yes, that's what I have a problem with. I'm sure we all know, of course, there's billionaires all over the world who do things like this. But they don't throw it in your face. Yeah, and that's that's what really kills me about the whole situation. Well, I think that's what the whole world is kind of screaming tone deaf about. But this is how she's made her billions. 
She's a billionaire. Well, I know, and that's the and that is the full circle of this. Is that's how she became a, a multi-millionaire billionaire by doing this overexposure. So every so in a way, step of it. So in a way, I can't blame her because that's how she makes her money. But uh, but I do I, I do this I, this loathe that culture of almost worshiping these people in a weird way. Yeah. It is almost yeah. like American gods culture yeah i mean it, it is kind of weird i'm putting out oh i'm i'm going here because i want to feel normal i flew to my island private island and people, with my closest circle of friends and there's and nobody will admit that they it, it's almost like like remember when we were kids the national Enquirer. like yeah like nobody ever admitted reading that shit but yet that was everywhere and people obviously did yeah if, I can remember going someplace to a friend's house and they had national inquirers. And I think I've read like all of them that were stuffed in the, the uh, chair because I did I'd never same. had access to it before. I, I did the same thing. Even, like, oh, even, my God, this is horrible and fascinating all at once. And Well, I think that's exactly what you've put your finger on. Horrible and fascinating all at once. There you go. There's the whole celebrity um well i i admitted on here before i was flipping through television one time when we were on vacation and i stopped on something and i thought it was making fun of the kardashians right turns out it was it was the keeping show. up with the kardashians mm-hmm. right uh it's just so ridiculous and they let everybody see their absurdity they let it all hang out However you make your millions and make yeah. your living, whatever. It's just I just can't believe there's that many people who, who, who give a shit in any way. Yeah. I, but whatever. Everybody has a little guilty pleasure. I'm sure people would say some stuff that we do. Like, I can't believe they do that. That just seems stupid. Whatever. Whatever, whatever. entertains you, I suppose. It's odd, though, to me. Yeah. She should be on the campaign trail, standing by her man. That's where she should be. <laughs> I don't give it very long before that that marriage is over. Think the old religion may. Uh, I think the religion bug. He needs to cra- be kicked out on his ass. The crazy bug. Yeah, yeah. He's been diagnosed as bipolar, and now he's refusing to take his medicine. So. Well, how long is she going to put up with that? Again, maybe we're just old, but have you ever, have you ever knowingly that you've known of heard a Kanye West song? I think I tried to listen to one before and I know I've heard a Taylor Swift song with him in it. I don't think I've ever. Or not a Taylor Swift song. Somebody else song. I was going to say, I doubt doubt Taylor Swift. I think they hate each other. I think they hate each other. But I, I, again, I don't care if whatever you're into, but I've. I've never heard one song that I know of. Uh, maybe we've heard it out, but and I try to listen to like I don't mind trying to seek out new artists and listen. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Oh well, I think I think we would all be lucky if we were half as marvelous as he thinks he is. You think there's, so? there's a, a burger joint up the road that has a sign on the side of the the building that's been there forever. It says, you'll love our burgers as much as Kanye loves Kanye. <laughs> well, that's a bold statement right there. 
I don't know how he's going to do this church thing. There's only one God. There's not one for him and the other one. I know. It's not going to work out. How could it? Oh, well. I'm trying to think of anything else I've jotted down over the past whatevers. You know, one thing that we've been discussing a little bit, and we won't go into the entire thing, but yeah, is it is it is it worth, like, like we're talking about artists who I guess either because of or whatever shaped their childhood and life that somehow, I mean, in a bad way, Basically, kids that are abused as kids in one way or another sometimes channel that energy into some art, and you get a Tom Petty, or you get Eddie Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Or you get Jeffrey Dahmer. That's right. It's a roll of the dice. <laughs> it's just a roll of the dice. Or, or you get a thousand other, you know, redneck, asshole, drug, ad, drug, drug addict. Drug addicts. Yeah, more um, more often than not, a substance abuser. More that, right? Just a worthless. Let's that, just face that's it. That's the just thing a, that our society will not admit to: that you get a substance abuser when you abuse a child. That's well, what our well, our society just can't accept. Well, sure, you get a lot of stuff. I mean, it's all childhood. I mean, or but 99% I mean, it's a one. It. It, it's it's pretty much a one to one. Every one of them go back to crappy childhood, abusive childhood. Well, I would agree. And um, and, we just and I know there's it. a, I'm, I'm sure there's wild cards out there. I get it. But I, we're painting with broad strokes here. But if, if your kid's a drug addict, don't you think there's about a 70, 80% chance that you were a dumbass as a parent? Did you spare the rod, spoil the child? Them? I don't know what it could be. Yeah. It could be a million different ways of being a, a bad, parent. a bad parent. But yeah. I, but I've always felt that. Yeah, I don't really say it out loud to many people because there are so many drug addicts out there that basically you'd be talking to everybody in a room. Exactly. But but we're the we're the last generation that. That really got their asses tore up like all of them. Now there's a split generation, about half and half, I'm guessing, between kids that get spanked and kids that get put in timeout. And, yeah, the kids that get put in timeout aren't as... This is something funny my therapist was talking about, trying to teach her kids resilience without abusing her kids fine line right it's a fine line and and we're figuring it out now you know how to teach your kids resilience without abusing them well i hope we figure it out uh yeah and of of course every parent who has a child who's a drug addict is going to say oh not me i was i was awesome he was just never he wouldn't listen it was all him yeah but come on i mean yeah Especially where we are here in Appalachia. I'm about to get into the the negative part of our little area here. I mean, we just have a bunch of dumbasses raising kids who end up being dumbasses. Mm-hmm. I don't know how and else to say And having more it. kids that they all beat. Yes, who are just awful parents. They don't and, – and to, the, and to their oh. defense, they try maybe. They try somewhat. They don't know how – they're repeating cycles from their parents and yada yada. But at the end of the day, the proof's in the pudding yeah. that their kids end up being worthless jerks. 
drughead jerks. And that's just awful around yeah. here, and I hate yeah. that. So, anyway, to that ah. extent, what I'm musing about, is it worth having these thousand for every one Tom Petty, you get five or ten thousand <laughs> drug head losers. For every one Alex Van ha- or Eddie Van Halen, you get a thousand more awful. You know. Yeah, and you probably get a serial killer in the mix there too. Right, but you also get that. You get to enjoy that music forever. I'm not. I'm, I'm, there's no right or wrong. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. Those two people are my go-to, especially now that I'm reading more about Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Good God in heaven. Does it always take great pain to make great art? I don't know. We know we used to listen to Joe Rogan and hear all these comedians, and it just seemed like all of them had awful past. And they yeah, somehow, comedians do seem to be. And they somehow channeled it into comedy and get on stage, and that's kind of their therapy in a way is to tell everybody how awful they're things Your are childhood was in a in sort a of humorous way. way i mean it seems to be a thing it's kind of hard to figure know. out the, that well that eddie van halen stuff is unfreaking believable his i won't go into the whole thing but my goodness he is his dad was from the netherlands i think his mom was indonesian and they were bullied so bad as a couple apparently in the netherlands that they that they migrated to america and even that's a story. His parents were, uh, or his dad was a saxophonist, I think, or clarinet mm-hmm. or something. Got a job on a band, in a band, on the boat that brought them over here. And that was basically how he paid for them to get over oh, here. Wow. Yeah, was by playing in a band. Their passage. While Eddie and Alex Van Halen, little little bastards, were uh, in between sets. They'd get on a piano and as little kids play the piano for tips. On this oh, ship. Oh, that's cool. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. But then they get over here and... They, they don't get, speak the language. They don't speak English. And their parents are, uh, again, mom Indonesia, dad Netherlands. So all the kids pick on them, call them half-breeds and yeah. all that. So they get bullied at school, picked on, beat up, just awful. Then they go home. Apparently their parents are assholes, according to the article I read. That their mom would make them like study piano for hours. Wow. I mean, to the point of like, you're never going to amount to nothing, you fucking dumbass. You're going to be just like your worthless damn alcoholic father. Like, Get in there and play that fucking piano another three or four hours. Yikes. <laughs> okay, mom. <laughs> Go in there and play music and whatever. Some So that. You, that's your childhood. You get the hell beat out of you at school. Then you go home and get the hell beat out of you at home mentally and physically. Yeah. And, uh, but, but, but you end up with Eddie and Alex Van Halen, specifically Eddie Van Halen. And the dude apparently, uh, the, the psychological stuff that that dude, he was a, he was a raging alcoholic drug addict everything you could think of pretty forever lifelong. lifelong never really kicked it that's why he died died yeah. of throat cancer but one uh-huh. of the things in the article i read that was really heartbreaking i thought uh-huh. was at one point in this article and they were quoting past interviews yeah. which was cool 
but one of the interviews was like from the n- mid nineties, maybe uh-huh. at, at a point where they'd already made it. Yeah. Clearly he's already known as, as maybe the greatest guitarist ever when this interview is being, is taking place. Uh-huh. And in this interview, he tells this guy who's interviewing him that when he goes into like a studio at this point, he has his own little recording studio out back of his place in you know, yeah, I'm sure it's not a shed, but whatever. It's yeah, his little, yeah. whatever. He said that he had crippling, has until he died, uh-huh. crippling anxiety to the point where, like, when he starts to go into a recording studio, he has all these anxiety feelings of, man, I just, I, I'm awful. I don't even know how to play a guitar. Like, I don't even know if I can write a song. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do? I can't step foot in here. I'm just going to embarrass myself. I don't I don't know how to even tune this guitar. What am I going to do? <laughs> Imagine I mean, that every no, time you step I into, can. that's your work, that you're the Beethoven of your day of that instrument. No, I, I can, absolutely, positively. It's called imposter syndrome. And imposter children syndrome? who are abused frequently have imposter syndrome and bless his heart i feel so sorry for him yes i can absolutely understand that that was just heartbreaking to read that so that means even his one achievement that he was so unbelievably known for really believed that right yeah that's a great word for it yeah he believed he was some sort of imposter or he just couldn't do it or i'll never i don't know how to do this i can't imagine that god that was heartbreaking yeah, and, and so incredibly common among. So it makes a lot of sense in a way. Yeah. Not that. Um. Oh yeah. Then then I'll just down a of a, a pint of vodka. And then get, I'll be able and to then get in this. there. Yeah. And then I'll get in there and do my thing once I can. Once Bless I can. Bless his heart. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just years of horrible substance abuse. Um, one last story and I'll, we'll get off his kick here, but it's when you read a, a a main article, it just says something like, yeah, he had substance abuse problems his whole life. That's just one sentence. You can write a book on just that. Yeah. Uh, One of them, for example, was him and his wife, Valerie, Valerie Bertinelli, apparently on, um, I think it was New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve or something. Uh He obviously just gets blown out of his mind he's at a family function gets in a fist fight with his brother-in-law not brother-in-law his father-in-law with valerie bertinelli's dad oh crap and his dad and her dad was an amateur boxer back in the day (laughs) and just absolutely breaks his face i mean like breaks his jaw literally till had to be wired shut for however long things like that have to happen (laughs) <laughs> so, and do you think he didn't probably deserve it? I'm hundred percent I mean, sure. I'm, I'm going to guess you, that he was the asshole in uh, this case. Hundred uh, percent, absolutely. I mean, I can feel so much. I can feel c- complete empathy for someone, and still take two more steps backwards and go, "Oh yeah, you're the asshole." There. Oh, there's no doubt. <laughs> so I guess you just do enough cocaine and every other drug you can, and then you write. Some of the most unbelievable songs that's ever been written uh, and guitar lyrics 
or guitar riffs. And, <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> and that's what you get. Yeah, that's how you channel some of that. Well, I feel bad that he never got to appreciate his own. I hope he did. Greatness. Maybe towards the end. I think he sobered up the last. He went in and out. I yeah. don't know towards the last how long he'd been sober, if he was for very long or how long his wife and kids had left him. He had been divorced. Yeah. Like one of the final, final things was apparently, uh-huh. I mean, final, 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 you know, it must have been gotten together. Uh, there's always a million final A things. million, right. But one of them, I think that finally she did divorce him was like him and his 10-year-old kid, Wolfgang, were on a plane where he had like a ton of cocaine on him, basically doing coke in front of his kid on a plane. Oh, shit. Or just just yeah. awful. Anyway. Yeah, the last straw usually has to be a really, really big one. Or it's such a tiny little one that everybody thinks you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> It's some nothing that's just like, that's it. Maybe. You were on borrowed time anyhow. Well, I just listened to that. I listened to the, especially the first few Van Halen albums. On the way back and forth to college, like I would wear cassette tapes out with that stuff. It was. Well, you can tell you're a huge fan. (laughs) Well, in 1978 or 76, whenever the first Van Halen thing came out, when you, you can listen to that now. And just, that sounds like nothing in the 70s. That doesn't sound like any hard rock, like Black Sabbath, or anybody you could think of as, quote, hard rock in the 70s. That sounds nothing. It has a unique sound. It's an unbelievably unique sound, and uh, it was just, it was mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing that a bunch of 21-year-olds could do that, because that's how old they were, apparently, when that was... When that album was out, they were in their early 20s. Wow. I just can't believe people can do that at that age, can be that creative. It seems to be, though, when people are most creative. It is. You've got maximum brain as far as that goes. Brain development and And drive. Yes, his hours of. Yeah. And, and, And again, some of these going back to his. He apparently Pain. would spend seven, eight hours at a time just monkeying with the guitar just to get away from either people bullying him or his parents. Just yeah. shut himself in his room for six or eight hours, just him and his guitar. So, I mean, you've got to put in the hours. Whatever you are to be yeah. an unbelievable expert, you've got to put in the hours. Ugh. But that's a hard way to put in hours. It's a hard way to put in hours. Yeah. Poor dude. Poor, Poor dude. dude. Anyway, tell some people where they can find us. And on a lighter note, you can find us. On a lighter note. Hillbillynerdtalk.com. And we've got Twitter, Reddit. Yep. We're still pretty active on Reddit. Yep. I still repost some things on Twitter here and there, uh, especially articles that tweak my interest. Yes. And... um Website seems to be still working. All right. I haven't checked it for six weeks because we <laughs> suck. It seemed to be working, though. I don't know how it got to be that, that long between. Well, maybe we can do Fall is a busy time of year. Well, it's hard to be creative. Like this Eddie Van Halen thing. It's a, damn, <laughs> no, you know? we, didn't, we weren't beaten enough. 
No, no I know. We're never going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen, I don't guess. Wasn't beating enough as kids. <laughs> I'm just going to become Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> no. All right. All right. You ready? Sign us off here. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.